This is a HeadGum Podcast. names of the actors I did stuff. too because yeah. I, I was because there are actors Elizabeth Pena, Elizabeth Pena yeah. and I actually was like where I, be, where I feel like I haven't like, seen her since been? that movie. I feel like I hadn't seen her either like, she's, she's working. really good yeah, yeah she, she is, is working yeah she's got a bunch of credits but I don't but she's also a little bit older, actually, because she's been in movies. She was right, older in that for a movie. while. She yeah, was definitely yeah. older than that. Yeah. yeah, she was definitely older than him in that movie. Ooh, I got some. Let's start. Well, I got some stuff to say. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my I'm god! The, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Uh, James, I thought about you because like, the mute, the the music. Mm-hmm. The uh, the music to this movie, the soundtrack was crazy. Yeah, yeah. it really. It's, it's yeah, we're pretty on the that. nose. Oh my! There's literally a scene where Jackie Chan makes a joke and it ends in a gong. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. like yo, there's so many things in this movie. It's like, but then the theme song. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's how we start. Welcome <laughs> well, James got to Black Uber. Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, 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 Nick, do we have money so Producer I can sing Nick. The, Drew Hill, the Drew Hill song right now? Producer Nick. Yeah, have- oh, Nick said we can sing it. I'm so excited. Oh, we have money. To sing <clears throat> All right. Uh, are you going to sing this song before we introduce our guest? Oh, let's, you know what? Hope James is ready. I was ready. Uh-huh. All right. Sit, sit, I was about to do okay, that. Okay. 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 What part do you want to start with? Okay. All right. Are you going to start with Hard Deep or are you going to start with the yeah? I was going to start with the yeah. Okay. 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 All right. You start with the yeah. 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 Who did you love me? Baby. <laughs> do you see yourself <laughs> with a like me on the low no so your friends won't know? How did you love for me? <laughs> Just for the... How is it going to be? Oh, man, okay. this, yeah. this must sound yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for people who wake up and listen to this. I, I don't have headphones on, so I can't oh, hear how we sound. So this must be the worst. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> guys, we have a guest. We have a special guest this week. Uh, we have the one and only Andrew Law. Andrew Law! Oh, dude. Welcome. Uh, writer for uh, Late... Late Night with Seth Meyers? Is that that's the, right. That's yeah. Late correct. Night. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, that means him and Seth Meyers <laughs> hang out, and they are like, uh-huh. We're always texting each other. <laughs> Man, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That's how that works. Um, yeah, very talented. Uh, uh, you've written for what? An- the Jeselnik Offensive? I wrote for the Jeselnik Offensive. That's right. Yes. And this show. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, uh, I mean, but also... Uh, what was the what was that awesome web series you did with Allison? Oh, Rich? Incognito, yeah, Incognito. Ah, yes. That one, the New York <laughs> Pilot Festival. Was that the Pilot? It festival? did. Yeah, the out of out of the box uh, uh, festival. I think. Yeah, out of the box. Something that was nice. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember nice, that. Man. That was fun. You very, know what happens now that you're on the podcast, right? Now we're all like best friends for life. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be you guys. Oh, all, yeah. I, I have a tattoo. I thought we all got them. Um, of every, every guest we have. Every had. guest we had. Just put a, oh, just the their name on my, on my bicep. Actually, I was thinking about, I was in Iceland recently and we were thinking about getting tattoos while we were there. Oh, yeah. And I don't have any tattoos, but I. Really, I really want one. I just don't know what I want. Yeah, it's yeah, gotta be the right. Got to do the right choice. Yeah, right? that's a tough thing, man. So some people are just like, whatever. Yeah, just do it up. I mean, you yeah. do get addicted because I went out of out of the country for the first time 
to Spain, and I was like, I got a tattoo there, and now I'm like, wait, I feel what? like, oh, no, yeah, and he's already plotting his next oh, one. Yeah, I want another one. <laughs> oh yeah, I want another one. Really, what did you get while you were in Spain? Well, it's like I was in Spain. It's like I just got the coordinates um, of Barcelona That's mixed great. with like my favorite quote. But now it's like, oh, like I could never figure out an idea to get a tattoo. Uh-huh. Once I got that, got back to America, it's like, oh, I know what else I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like instant, it's like, oh. I'm going to do this. Uh, (laughs) Of course, none of this has to do with the film that we're doing. (laughs) Tattoos have to do with everything. Um, We are reviewing Memento. Memento what? today. <laughs> Memento. I didn't um, watch it yet. See, are there any people of color in Memento? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's probably some bad so guys. Somebody like, who probably get shot. There's got to be a... Wait, there's got to be one in Memento. I don't know. I, I honestly, honestly can't, do I can't, not know. Can't I can't of, think of one at all right now. We're going to say yes because Memento, we have faith in you. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> we are doing Rush Hour. Yes. Rush Hour. Starring <laughs> Jackie Chan, first bill. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, directed by... I mean, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner. Wait, Brett he Ratner. got less excited. Just <laughs> <laughs> instantly less excited. Well, the thing is, it's so interesting because, like, this movie, to me, is done so well. But then we all know what yes. Brett Ratner, what he does. So this movie did <laughs> yes. very well, right? So um, This movie is, I, I was just thinking from just the script perspective. I yeah. was like, oh, it hits all the right moments. It does. All the yeah. right moments. Can I ask you a question? Buddy it's like cop. a tight movie. It's like mm-hmm. 90 it is, minutes, It's tight. Right? Yeah, it's 90, 90, 90, 90 minutes long. It's, I, I do have a question, and it's about race. Sure. Uh I love this movie, but actually watching this movie in the 2015 like climate, right? Chris Tucker's character makes so many racist jokes, <laughs> so like, many, like, and this is literally to almost every Asian person he sees, right? Like, yeah. literally, almost every single Asian person he talks to, yeah, says something about like egg roll, egg funya, like he literally every time, yeah, yeah. every yeah, time, yeah, yeah. like it's is that pretty like, insane, yeah. Is that like because I haven't seen it? Just so everyone knows, like Rush Hour is now going to be on t- a TV show on CBS. Trailer just came out. Right. Um, oh, week. did it? Oh, I got a trailer just came out. I haven't watched it yet. Either, okay. I plan on it. Um, I, I wonder, can you do? Could, could you? Can you make a movie with those kind of jokes nowadays? Like, is he literally is like? Should they have done it then? Even I is I, partly my question. I, 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 you know, recently somebody said like they feel like we're sort of because everyone's talking about how PC everything is right yeah. now and yeah. and how everyone's sensitive and there's a lot of like think pieces and stuff and uh, I mean I feel like the, the somebody also told me like I think it's going to come in waves right like we have these sort yeah. of moments where it's a little bit more permissive and people can like you know make more off color jokes right. and then there are other you know uh, especially I, I think part of it maybe ha- has to do with the fact that we're going through an election season mm-hmm. so yeah. everybody's walking on eggshells a little bit yeah. about what I mean <laughs> obviously not Don, Donald Trump yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like everyone yeah. else is walking on eggshells about yeah. what they should and shouldn't say and um, trying to be sensitive about certain groups of people um, I have no idea I mean like I, I I have no idea, but it I does feel like right now, specifically this year, maybe last year too, that you know, you wouldn't be able to make the same kind of jokes yeah. that you made. No, in this movie. and I mean to be fair, I mean <clears throat> it's a different time, different No, I agree, I agree. Sensibilities. Yeah, uh, but also it's two minorities making fun well right. I feel so, like it's different too. So uh right? let's just set up what the just for somehow for people who no, haven't seen Burlock, it. Do it. No, there's always people who haven't seen it. Um so uh Rush Hour, you got uh Actually, it starts off with Jackie Chan yeah, in the China. Movie, yeah, yeah. yeah the movie. Uh, Jackie Chan is a, a cop, a detective. Um, he's he he does his like his kung fu <laughs> stuff. He comes in like on a boat, takes some dudes out, um, and he's like going after um, this criminal, like Lord uh, Juntao. 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 No one's ever seen him. Juntao. No one's ever Juntao. seen him. And he's and he's chasing um, 
I forgot what this character's name is, but he's played by Ken... The, bl- um, the blonde? Ken Lung. The blonde? Uh, you know what I thought about the blonde hair? Sorry to jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I wonder whether or not that was a decision just to make him, like, just a character decision to have right. a blonde hair, was, or yeah. whether or not it was, like, we're worried that people won't be able to tell them apart. That's so like, crazy. I actually did... I, thought, I had that thought watching it this time, but yeah. only because I was looking at it from, like, the race standpoint. Yes, like, exactly. The, like, I was wondering, like... Yeah, did they dye his hair so that we can be like, oh, we know that guy. That's the bad one. You're right. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel, feel like another one. I feel like that. I that, feel like they, they did. They had to have. Because I mean, the thing is, like, I still, I feel like I, I feel like I know a good amount of uh, Asian Americans, and I've never seen a blonde, a straight up blonde haired guy. And it's like, I wonder if it's one of those things. Like, if you, for instance, if that would have been a black person, been two black dudes, that guy would have had like a mohawk or like a, like he had a scar yeah, too, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Like, he has a scar. You would have, like, end, yeah. it would have been like another black person with a scar, and like something would have been crazy to show but, it's not the other black person. Yeah. You know? Does it also like make him a little bit scarier, though? I, I, feel I like? do think yeah. it does. Yeah, it does, does, right? it does so make him scary. Yeah, yeah he it does make creepy. him scary. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, I feel like it's a combination of the two. Yeah. 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 So, uh, anyway, so the, the idea is that. Um, uh, this council or what? What is he? Consul? The co- the counselor? The, yeah. The, He's he, he, is he the ambassador or is he I just? Have, they kept Consular Han. I mean, I don't they kept know. Calling her Consular Han. Consular Han. Consular Han. But uh, uh, I mean, but I don't know what he, I mean, like, that would mean. I don't know what it means. I mean, this but, is okay, what it means it's either. all right. It's important. Yeah. He, but like, basically, I guess he was like. <laughs> Somehow the head of the police department. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> now that I'm talking about, it, I realize I don't understand the actual. Oh, there's a lot of things that are very. But confusing, anyway, but anyway, it's so, so Jackie Chan knows his daughter. They move. Uh, Council Han and his daughter move to San Francisco, um, or sorry, LA, not San Francisco, LA. LA, and uh, they move there. And then quickly, his daughter gets kidnapped. Um, and you know, Jackie Chan's characters asked to come by Council Han, but the FBI doesn't want to deal with Jackie Chan. They don't, they don't want, want to deal the with, Asian man they don't want to help out the American <laughs> well, man. they don't want... The, but also, like... No, no, no. Okay. They, kept, they referred to him every time. They, every yeah, time well, they no, talked to him. They, he called them, they called him Ching Chong at yeah, one point. They, yeah, yeah. Some, some, it was like... like it was like, okay. Yeah, they was like, oh. Chun King police. Yeah, yeah it was like, like they always... What? Matter of fact, when he shows up, like, not to skip, we're going to go back. They reference, like, oh, he's here. The guy from uh, Hong Kong, the Hong Kong man. The, the, guy, the guy, yeah, it's him. The guy from China. The, the, guy, from China. <laughs> the guy from China. Like, and they guy say something Kong. different every time they mention where he's. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and so Chris Tucker, like, also we see Chris Tucker is like kind of like a reckless police officer. He like blows up, yeah. <laughs> unnecessarily <laughs> blows up a car, it's like in like, the middle of a street. Why does he do that? Like it doesn't make any sense. I really. told like, you to move. I told you to move. Um, you know, <laughs> so, you know, his chief hates him. He, he, he makes him go on this like bogus assignment yeah. to babysit Jackie Chan's character. And then, but they take it upon themselves to find the kidnapped daughter. And then yeah. buddy cop. And they succeed. They become friends. Yeah. And the movie did was very successful. It was, it was made for like 30 something million. It made like 200 yeah. or something million. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. people forget yeah. Jackie Chan, even before this, was huge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that being said, this was the biggest box office Jackie Chan ever got oh, yeah. be, until Rush Hour Two, two which, which was, was the crazy. biggest. Which was right. crazy. Uh, and then Jackie Chan did a bunch of other films too. But Chris Tucker stopped. He just did Rush yeah, Hour. Let me tell you why. Rush Hours. Why did uh, he stop? I could tell you. Uh, little known fact: um, Chris Tucker was the first African American man to get paid twenty million for a movie, which he got for Rush Hour Two. He got it before Denzel, Will Smith. Sam Jackson, really? he got 20 mil. He got his money and was like, I won. <laughs> he did. I'm out. Yeah. He, he got his mic. money. 
And then because Russian Red Three wasn't made for a while, William but do you, a while. but is that specifically why he stopped? Well, he, well, he got he well, got, no. he got really he he found the Lord. He's talked about it. Like he's like he didn't want to curse anymore. He didn't want to do a couple of things. He mm. wanted to get his life together and stuff like that. Okay, so he took some time off. Ah, mm. interesting. Very interesting. So that's why he um, he does. He still doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. rush hour rush hour is huge. Anyway, huge. so let's do first thoughts, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, who wants to start? James? James? I mean, I can start. I, I always start initial thoughts, and then I feel like a deeper conversation happens after I bring mine up. <laughs> but, but you started. But my initial thoughts, really, I mean, if I, I loved this movie when it came out. I loved mm-hmm. it. So, I thought it was so funny. Every everything made me laugh so hard in the movie theater, and uh, and watching it again, like it kind of just sort of maintains that nostalgia you know like it doesn't have as many laugh out loud moments for me anymore but like there's still there are still a lot of them in there uh to watch it though from the standpoint of thinking about the representation of race in hollywood i had trouble you know i had i i I, I had trouble uh on on both ends i had trouble with uh uh the fact that like you kind of it's kind of like Chris Tucker's just an idiot. Like you kind of you kind of wonder like does he? Uh, you, it's it's questionable what his skills are as a yeah. as a detective and and then and then it's like you know like if if there was anything that I knew uh, about Asians in film, it was like oh they they do their martial arts films and then like the 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 moment we see Su Young for the first time, she's like punching. <laughs> she's like punching Jackie Chan. And it's like all right, okay, so like. I guess everyone does karate would have been what <laughs> only my console Han doesn't know only how to do yeah, only, yeah, Han. only him can, you know but like I mean but that's just I think that's that's a little more of a nitpicky thing but like um but yeah I I think that like it's I had questions about that right What about you yeah. Andrew? I, we well, should tell you know, the guests we well, uh Andrew is of Asian descent just, so, yeah. just in case you couldn't. That's true. I mean, like, because I, I have the last name Law, I think yeah. some people just assume I'm Jude's brother. Or right. Something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use, no, it. Wait, but Use it. You just, are also Jude's I brother, am also right? Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. American brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I, well, you know, I actually thought the thing that sort of stuck out to me uh, in terms of having a. Um, well, okay. First, first thoughts. I was like. On the one hand, uh, there are some you know disappointing things about diversity in this movie. Right. But on the other hand, I was actually kind of surprised that this was made in 1998. It's probably still more diverse than most movies now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Truth. And I, and I was like, damn. Like, you know what I mean? It's, Truth. I mean, there are – I think there are probably more actors of color in this movie than there are – uh, white actors, yeah, oh, which yeah. is oh, I'd yeah. say so. Absolutely not the case with most movies right. made today. The the thing that sort of stuck out to me about Chris Tucker's character wasn't even the sort of fact that he's sort of a buffoon. It was more of the um, of I think this is like very typical casting is is like um, the sexualization of black men and mm. the anti sexualization of of Asian men. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, so. Jackie Chan is this sort of like, I mean, he doesn't have a love interest. I mean, he's one of the leads. I mean, neither of them have love interests, really. But right. he's like, there's, he's just there to sort of like do the fighting and find Soo Yun and that's it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, Chris Tucker, in every scene that he's with a woman, he's hitting on the woman. Yeah. Doesn't and get the woman, though. He doesn't get the woman. Right, right. There is no love interest for either of them, except, unless you count Johnson, who's kind of not really yeah, yeah, know, but accessible to either of them. But right. it just seemed sort of, that was what stuck out to me. It was just like, yeah. it was just like, 
interesting like you know i think one of you know the character games of chris tucker's character is is that he's like not good at his job and yeah. he's kind of like reckless but then the, the other character game is like that sort of like flirting hitting on that sort of like catcalling sort of thing. totally and then but then on the other hand you have jackie chan who like it just i don't think he got like a love interest until maybe like the third movie or yeah. something like that which seems kind of like crazy because oh, every wow. time you Did look at another happen? like action things? movie mm-hmm. the action star always has like a love interest yes right? and it was so, a big deal when he got the one in the third one because she was too attractive she was supposed to be t- it was nicole Sch- uh shirt singer Oh man, I'm being racist and getting mixed up with somebody. <laughs> uh, basically, the woman who plays his love interest is extremely attractive, and they kept mm-hmm. making jokes to the fact of like she doesn't like you because you're not attractive. Yeah, and huh. she is. Attractive. <laughs> I mean, it was weird because like Jackie Chan's an attractive. It's, got, it's guy. freaking yeah. Jackie Chan. I, I guess by Rush Hour Three is a little bit older, but still. I actually thought he. I I was actually surprised at his age in this one because I remember him as this like. 29 year old guy in yeah. Movie. yeah but he's definitely a little bit older than yeah oh he's 30s. in his 30s because he's one. been he i think he was born in like 1954 he did rubble in the bronx Damn. when he was like yeah 30 no so he, he was he's he's been in movies since the since the 70s yeah. he actually actually since the 60s technically but wow. but he's been doing stunts since the 70s Jeez. yeah he's been around and he does his own stunts in every movie Go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting ready. I'm getting warmed up. I, I actually <laughs> like this movie so much Woo! because because like, now I feel like I need to apologize to my mom and my family. I realized while watching this movie that I completely like copy Chris Tucker growing up. Like, <laughs> Like yeah. the dances, the way he talked, like the patterns. Even though watching it, I'm like, "Yo, Chris Tucker just copied Michael Jackson." Like his voice, like it's a lot of Michael Jackson yes. references in this. Chris yes. Tucker loves Michael. Like Jackson. even the, even like it's so interesting because they're like friends, right? Yeah, they, they, they were, like, they, 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 were, were they, they were good friends, friends. and yeah, I think it's because of that. Like it's yeah, because, because of the love. Yeah. I mean, his famous bit from Def Comedy Jam is Michael Jackson say Michael Jackson was a pimp. Like it was like a yeah, pimp. come here, girl. Like it's so good. Oh yeah, but like watching this movie, <laughs> I kind of it, it's funny because. Uh, James has a good point. Like, I love this movie so much, but watching this in like 2015, it's like so many little things I noticed. Like when, like when Jackie Chan comes to America, the the Asian music plays. Oh yes. my god! Like, yes. he's stepping off the right. plane immediately. Like, and, and, like, Let's talk about this real quick because like, it happens. Almost constantly. The music when is he fights, in this movie. When he yeah. shows up. Every, it's like, like they're afraid. They're, they're worried you forget You forget that he's, he's Asian. Asian. Yeah. You forget. <laughs> you forget. Yeah. And it's like they always <laughs> comment on, like, the, the FBI agents <laughs> always comment on the fact that he's Asian. Like, yeah. And then, like, know. similarly, like, in the fight scene in the, like, in the pool hall, it's, like, funky jazz. It's like, it's like. Oh my god, when Jack is playing around, it's like. And then when he fights, it goes. Like, it's, it's, it, gets, it gets so weird. And I'm like, yo, why do we... but then, But then when Chris Tucker does stuff, it gets very Michael Jackson. It, like, yeah. it gets very like. They literally yeah. play they another play, part yeah. of me in the. Like, another part of me, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's very like. They don't want you to forget that this is. Even though they don't mention Chris Tucker's race, they like, oh, this is a fast talking black dude, and this is an Asian right. fighter. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. watching this, they they do it in the. Tra- I watched the trailer for this again, uh-huh. and they do it in the trailer. In the trailer, they say the fastest hands in the east meet the biggest, meet the biggest mouth in the west. <laughs> yeah. It's like they played up. Yeah. But what I will say, this movie does though, as as far as the relationship between like Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan is like. They make sure you like it, their friendship doesn't feel forced because we. I mean, they became friends in real life, but there's literally sequences in this movie 
that like them in the car, the radio mm-hmm. bit when they yeah. get when they're doing the stakeout and they're just there's literally a five minute scene of just them a montage of them becoming friends for right. yeah. yeah. Like how often does that ever happen in a buddy cop movie? It's like there's a montage of like, oh, I know the moment you became friends, sitting wall. <laughs> yeah. God, yo, like I know it. Yeah. I like we know it. You know? So I I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna stand by this. This is my <laughs> favorite buddy cop movie. Of I can all time. Yeah, I can for sure. I, can I really think it's a I will great stand movie. I can it's buy that. so good. Did you think I that going into it so though? much? I I remember I remember liking it. Okay, just a quick little story. Um, I remember loving this movie when I was a kid, and I like would quote it all the time. And when I was at church once, I was quoting it to my friend. But I, the part that I was quoting was when they're in the <laughs> when they first get to that pool hall, and I'm like, yeah. And then Chris Tucker comes in. This, oh, I'm at church. Oh, I'm at oh, church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in Sunday school. I'm like, yeah. And then Chris Tucker comes in. He's like, what's up, my nigga? What's up, my nigga? And then Jackie Chan comes in and he's like, what's up, my nigga? What, what and then he's say? like, what'd you just say? He's like, what's up, my nigga? And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, abroad, and, and then like my teacher, my Sunday school teacher was like, John, what did you just say? And I was like, what's up, my nigga? And then, <laughs> and then you had like, that moment. So then like, yeah, I had like, he like, he like told my dad, like, I remember him like, I remember, like, I had to, like, stay after everybody left, and my dad came in, and my, and then this, and this, you know, Sunday school teacher who was white was, like, talking to my dad, like, yeah, he's been saying, like, <laughs> inappropriate words, you know, and then my dad was like, oh, what did he say? And then he was like, well, I can't say, but, like, the, wow. the N-word, and then my dad was like, oh, okay. And I remember being so scared. I thought I was going to get in so much trouble. My dad was just like, you can't say that around <laughs> Yeah, basically yeah. it was just like you can't say that around white people. Yeah, like you had the like, oh. lesson that Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just like, like hey. oh, I thought I was gonna get in so much trouble when I did it. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I love I love this movie when I was kid. But I re- when I rewatched it, I was like, this movie is so it's still the comedy to me still holds up. Oh, like it does. I, it does. I know, to- it, like, it, no, it totally does. Yeah, like it totally does. Um, but yeah, as far I definitely noticed the music stuff. As far as yeah, that music stuff is crazy. Um, but I did notice like there are things in it in it that I I felt pretty cool about like i thought um i forgot the guy who plays council han Mm -hmm. um the actor like he had like a pretty good english accent Mm -hmm. like he wasn't he wasn't like it didn't feel like forced it didn't feel like he was putting on like and neither did i looked it up he was born in hong kong too and he was born in a genuine yeah how he actually talked right so like he he wasn't it didn't sound like he was playing it up like and i don't think the girl wasn't i didn't feel like any of the characters did did. like like jackie chan like obviously like also born in Hong Kong, like a Hong Kong actor, like fa- a Hong Kong superstar, right? Yeah. And like learned, continue to learn English. And like you see where he is at with English in this film, but he's doing mm-hmm. he, he's, yeah, doing, he's the doing the best, best he can. Yeah. And but um, it didn't it didn't feel like they were trying like other than the music, it didn't feel like they were trying to like yeah. they're like you know make it a little. And also we all know Chris Tucker like it talks like that, so it's yeah. like again the it's a trope, but it's like the Eddie Murphy fast talking cop, Martin Lawrence yeah. fast talking cop, Chris Tucker fast talking cop. They like, humanized. Um, and this is gonna sound so dumb. I feel like they humanized Asian characters more so than I've seen in a long time. I mean, like the mere fact this movie is about like, I mean Jackie Chan and Counselor Han and like friends. Mm-hmm. Like he's basically the daughter. Like I feel like how often. I, well, man. I, I think like I think that's a really good point because yeah. you know how do you like humanize you know I mean a race of people yeah, I mean, right. like yeah and I think the the way you do it is and I don't even I don't even know if I, I, the humanize is the word that I'm trying to think of but it's it's like you you want to show 
um, I forget who said this, but um, it was like uh, like so, someone was saying, I want you know um, black actors to be able to play good guys. I want yeah. black actors to be able yeah, to play yeah. bad guys. I want ba- black actors to be able to play X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I, I felt like this movie, the reason why you know you did feel like it was more focused on Asian Americans is because – or Asians – is because – you saw so many different yeah. characters. Yeah. All yeah. the different and sides. So, yeah, so you don't have, like, you know, there is a lot of pressure when you are the only person of a certain race exactly. in a movie. Because yeah. then every action is scrutinized. Right. Is this a good representation of that race? Whereas, like, here we had villains, we had good guys, we had, you know. Victims. Victims. We had good, all sorts I'm of I'm clapping things. for that guy. Yeah. That's so true. That's uh, it's, so true. You, there is, there's no longer the pressure of, being responsible for, ev- for the race. every for the race for the race right. yeah exactly because you have and the same thing so the same to me the same thing happened with black people in this movie because you know Chris Tucker we could talk about him being like somewhat a buffoon but he's like he I think he's like purposely being a buffoon like he's he's like oh he's a fast talker so he's like he lies or whatever that's what he does but he also like is still smart he's still street smart he knows where to go to get the information mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean he like he is like is pretty quick with the gun like yeah. you know he's like he he hasn't he has an uh, internal integrity you know that he that yeah. he tries to represent one thing i i was thinking you know when you're talking about chris tucker with a gun yeah yeah in 2015 i was thinking about like you know obviously black lives matter and all right, right, right. and he has a gun in broad daylight without his badge out in la in, in 1998 oh, yeah. i was just like I was just thinking about like how oh, if that was this was no. a real oh, situation. Yeah. Right. How yeah, he I mean, oh, he like, would have got shot. It was I was scared. Oh, I was like watching what? it through the lens of 2015 and being like this I'm so scared for him right. He now. has <laughs> a line he has a line in it where he says uh, LA, we're LAPD we're the most hated cops in all the free world. Oh, my yeah. mama's even ashamed of me. She tells everybody I'm a drug dealer. Oh my it's god. god. And you're like and oh I wrote that line down too. But it's like it's that's exactly what like he even takes a my they mama. take a moment to reference it. Yes. You know just kind of talk about like how like being this is strange, you know, this would be strange to what we would Think would be going on, right? LAPD, exactly. You know? yeah. Oh, Chris Tucker would have got shot. Well, let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. One, because he was dressed like a school, like a new school pimp. His first, <laughs> when you first see him, he got the leather outfit on, and the thing is, I don't even know what he had in his hair because I like to look at hair. I'm like this, this motherfucker got a perm. Like his head was <laughs> oh, so yeah. slick and wonderful. I was like, what you? What you doing, Chris? Last week I seen you, it was like money talks. He had a fro. Now you got your hair slicked back. It's like, oh, you with the guy shot, Chris. You don't have no badge. You got an all leather and a huge gun. Yeah. You got a huge desert eagle. Oh, you what's what wrong with you? And he had like a uh and his car was um Oh my god! Was it like a? Mo- it was a great mo- car. I was trying to figure out what. Oh yeah, it was really great oh, car. Yeah. It's the same. It's the it's the oh god. I cut my phone off. It's the same car except for the convertible version, I believe, of uh, Denzel's car in Training Day. Oh. It's like, because it's like, because nice. the thing is, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything about Chris Tucker in this movie had that, like, yeah. I mean, we know he was a good guy, but it's like, he could have been, if you'd have saw him, he could have been the dirty, bad cop, you know? Because, like, everything about him was like. It, it's like, funny to think of him as this bizarro comedy version of Denzel. I mean, from think, think, about, think about the outfit. Denzel, when you see Denzel at first, Denzel right. kind of has like. But, is it, black but in that moment, they're he both is LA cops. Dre- he's like trying to play the part of a criminal in that moment. No, right? but what I'm saying is, but when you just. When I think about yeah, literally the wardrobe side by side, it's like. Because to me, that was him 
in his streetwear. Like, not, I'm in a suit going to work. Oh. Trying to no, play I thought he was like, no, he, because he is, he's, but he's like, talking to the guy trying to get the bomb. Yeah, he is. Because he wears like, like a suit for the rest of the Yeah, movie. but I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, that could, that could have been Chris Tucker's like, I'm out of work gear. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to go to the club with my leather on, you know? Whereas like, you look at Denzel and like, Training Day, it was almost a mirror outfit, you know? Just well, this is, I'll piggyback off of that and just say that, like, you know, I know I mentioned before that I thought he was a buffoon, but looking at my notes, I just have the question, is he an idiot? Like, is his yeah. character <laughs> an idiot? This is my thesis question for throughout as we talk <laughs> about the movie. And that moment is one of them. Why are they meeting outside of a diner? Why is he talking I, so loud? I think it's I think it's less to do with idiocy and more to do with arrogance. Yes, I think like his character is very arrogant. Yes, well, to, yeah. When two cops come and he's like, he's like, I got it, I got it. Like, go back in the car. It's okay, like, what all right, are you cool. doing? So then, you know so what you look like, man. Like, okay, right, okay, great. Why would they believe you? So then, in he's this like, same I told moment, you to go back in the car. He's in like, this same moment, he's just. He just shoots at the the car with the C4. Yeah. He just shoots at it. What <laughs> what was he expecting? He was Did expecting he expect what? the guy to get out of it alive? Like fine. You know, watching this he, movie, he it brought up. Like, I'm gonna stop this. I guy. started comparing Chris Tucker and Martin Lawrence and Blue Street. Of course, because, of course. Because like, I, okay, just so you know, we had Blue Street on episode. It kind of started the podcast, and I despised it. Like uh-huh. afterwards, because I kept saying I Martin Lawrence dancing. Like Martin Lawrence Nobody was dancing. Has. I said like Martin Lawrence <laughs> dance a jig. When I watched this movie, Chris Tucker dance dances numerous times, but for some reason, I was completely okay you with it. You were okay it. with it. I yeah. was so okay with it. Yeah. I remember copying those dances. Matter um, of fact, the question of like I said, like is, it just feels more real, dude. It does. Okay. Even Martin, it it does. even this movie, like I agree with James. Like Chris Tucker may not have been the the brains behind the operation, but I'm I'm about to defend him. I'm like he was smart enough. Like you know, I like, actually, go. but I do, I do think he was the brains behind the operation because he oh, knows dude. where all. I mean, he, oh, true. I sort of pieces it together. I don't yeah. think that Jackie Chan does any of that stuff, right? Because well, he's like, the, how long do we stake out? Right, and exactly. they also work together in a way so, that's like that. Like, I mean, but that's part of why I'm like so right. confused by it because like he's so. There are then moments where he's like, like he sets up the whole ending, right? Like he prepares. You know, he like he calls Johnson, he gets Johnson together, True. you know, like he's he randomly has that like suit that yeah. he can like put mm-hmm. on at the end. It's like, you know, and he and he talks his way in and out of things a lot. So it's just I just have so many questions as to like how it's the air. It's the air. I think it, it's the character flow of the arrogance and like he is like a little bit reckless and the whole idea that he doesn't want a partner like he's like. You know, I can do this by myself. And it's like, nah, dude, you need somebody to help you. Totally. You know. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped. And funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. 
download Hollywood the Sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the Sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's laist.com slash Hollywood the Sequel. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. This is Rhea Butcher, a host of Three Swings, a podcast about baseball and other things available right here on this very network. For as long as I can remember, I have had a love-hate relationship with the game of baseball. More love than hate, but you know. It's a sport that brings me so much joy, and it's impossible to imagine my life without it. I have countless memories of watching the sport, playing the sport, swearing at the sport, watching the sport some more. But like everything else in America, being a fan of baseball is not that simple. There's also a lot that I dislike about baseball. The persistence of racist mascots, the fact that violent domestic abusers continue to thrive in the major leagues, the wall streeting of professional baseball, the list goes on and on. So I wanted to make a podcast where I could talk freely about both of these things what makes baseball great, and what makes it terrible. And in doing so, I usually find myself talking about more than just baseball. Race, gender, capitalism, mental health, stories from my life, stories from the road. And that's what Three Swings is all about. It's a baseball podcast about life. It's a life podcast about baseball. It's got something for diehard baseball fans, for new fans, and even for those of you who know absolutely nothing about the game, but are hearing this ad and saying, hey, that sounds interesting. It's for you too, my friend. We've got a bunch of back catalog episodes for you to browse through, and new episodes come out every Friday right here on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to also follow us on at 3 Pod on Twitter and Instagram for all the latest updates. Um, so... <laughs> Which, I, I yeah. almost wonder if there's like some sort of connection between the fact that you know when they first meet, Jackie Chan doesn't say anything, and right. he just assumes that he can't speak English. Totally. Yeah, and um, and so you assume you also assume as the viewer that Jackie Chan can't speak right. English because yeah. you haven't seen yeah. him speak English right. yet. Right. But then um, Chris Tucker has this sort of like arrogance about him that might make him seem dumb you assume that he's an idiot yeah, true. Yeah. but yeah. he actually is the one who puts together the whole case right? yeah. yeah like i feel like there's almost like a parallel between these two characters like we're really going deep on rush hour i hate to say it, but you kind of want to because like this is a movie where it has like two minority groups that at this point i mean to be honest in movies weren't getting a lot of light and it's like how are they being represented it's like jackie chan had no offense, Jackie Chan is almost like what they put in this movie. They they play it up a lot of the things he's good with. Like I love that like when he does his fight scenes, it's always realistic. Like when he punches somebody, his hand always hurts. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. But he still is like the Asian man who can barely speak English who was really good at fighting. At the end of the day, you know. Well, so Chris Tucker is the black dude who's fast talking. Who right? They are both still mouth. playing the tropes, right? But let's talk about let's talk about the history of kung fu, <laughs> but also. So this is something that J- me and James were, or both noted, like I guess separately, but like, and I know from personal experience, like black people love kung fu movies. They do, and they yeah. have for a long time. So like the kung fu craze like started in like the seventies, um, and you know it would be- it became the most popular when Bruce Lee was doing movies. So Bruce uh-huh. Lee. You know, Fist of the uh, Fist of the Dragon, um, Into the Dragon, uh, or yeah, yeah, Enter uh, the, dragon. the Dragon, Fist of Fury. Sorry, I think. Well, he also well, Bruce uh, Lee also and had, Way of the Dragon. Go ahead. He also like incorporated African Americans into those movies. Like, yes, he yeah. had Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I mean, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He had um, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Like he, they were. There was a team. 
they were there was a team man. <laughs> like uh, no, so uh, we were reading so there's this article that was online that was like talking about why um african-americans like watched uh kung fu movies or why it was so popular in the african-american community and like there were a couple different points i was making but one of them being like it was the fact that uh eight like kung fu movies were one of the only movies other than black exploitation films where like a non-white person was the lead and was the hero you know and they were and also some and a lot of bruce lee films he's like fighting against the imperialism of japan for instance right um and but it was still like fighting against imperialism and like the, and like in the movies like there's like one I forgot which movie it was but like there's one movie with Bruce Lee uh, where he's going to enter a park and uh, a Japanese officer like stops him and like points to a sign and the sign says no dogs or Chinese and he oh, just wow, and so he sees the sign and he jumps up and like <laughs> just kicks it <laughs> just kicks it in half you know it's like and so I feel like when black people saw that they were like yeah. Cause they, oh, yeah. right. they're looking they at signs. They they they're like, relate. hell yeah! Like, like nobody's gonna tell us we're dogs, we're lesser, we're subhuman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, there was like a immediate gravitation towards it, and there was something about the idea of like the revenge film, right? So like, yeah. like mm-hmm. um, you're fighting against someone and you can take them on all by yourself. And so they were, they were, they were saying like, so many black people like went into like kung fu like schools like did the training did like different types of you know oh when i grew up they you definitely like mom thank you uh <laughs> i definitely was studying like kung fu and, and karate growing up because it was like it, it yeah like you're saying yeah. it was like yeah like, my dad did i know my dad was like probably had a bruce lee poster he like <laughs> you, you could defend he, yourself against I unjustice so if you wanted to like totally. kung fu movies they were like yeah like bro like i said it's like they were defending like their home like like you just didn't want to be disre- yeah. disrespected. Like you were defending yourself with your bare hands, which yeah. is like, ah, mm-hmm. like I don't need a gun. I mean, know? there's a lot of power in it, right? Like to to see it and to like see it um, enact it. And I remember when I remember seeing an interview that Chris Tucker did, like during the time that this movie came out, where he talked about how important he felt like this movie was mm-hmm. and was going to be. Uh, because of that reason, because it was like bridging that, like, like the like the premise of the movie was kind of like, oh, we're putting these two together, right. but like, but for that purpose, you know. Um, and I, I and I I think that that's something that's really cool about this movie. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, like I I think like we we I don't want to say that what we've been doing is nitpicking because there are, these are legitimate criticisms. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, when you just think about this, is 1998, there's not one real white male lead in this movie yeah Yeah. and it is every there's that the three good guys essentially are an asian guy a black guy and a hispanic woman yeah Yeah. yeah, no that's amazing there are not even and the main bad guy is is a white guy (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. well jin tao is white he's a white dude but it's a British, a British white dude. <laughs> a British white dude. The, the, the most the evil most, kind. The most the evil kind. The most the evil kind evil. is the British. <laughs> Even Americans are like, yeah, screw the British. Yeah, get him, get him. It's so funny, but it's like, like what you're saying, it's a good point. It's like the three leads, which again, I keep, for some reason, that just makes me think about the new Star Wars and everyone's like anger towards it. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> not actress, everyone's a not small, every, the small, whatever people who yeah. keep shitting on it. Because it's like you know, a black person, a, a, a woman, and it's like it's like you know, it's like this. This happened in 1998. Exactly. Know? That's. I mean, that. I mean, 1998. Like it, we're talking about diversity today. Yeah. Yeah. This would be 
a big deal today. It would be fun. Yeah. Like this, you know, like, I mean, when you look at casting now, it just, and, and, and I, it's no surprise to me either that it did so well at the box office because yeah. it's been proven that when you have di- more diverse casts, yeah. more people are going to see it. And I think part of it is the fact that people just want to see themselves represented on screen. Yeah. And the other part of it is internationally, yes. like it does yeah. so well because right. you want to, you know, you, you want to be able to identify with the character. And the fact of the matter is, most of the world, you know, is not white. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. So interesting. If you think about, if you think about, like, let's take uh, the newest Transformers, for instance, even Avengers, is like, um, because movies do so well overseas, is that some bigger, like, some, like, say, you take like Dubai or like Hong Kong, and they have like, if they have a famous uh, actor or actress, they will get like a bit part in one of these big movies, and all of a sudden you're realizing, like, in, in Avengers, you're like, why are they talking to this doctor for so long? <laughs> Like, why yeah. But but this actress is someone huge where she's from. Or if right. you watch like, oh my god! So that happened with Jackie doctors? Chan. So oh when Jackie god. Chan like tried to break in, he did his own. He did a film, um, Rumble in the Bronx. No, this is before. See, but ja- <laughs> so this is the thing, right? This is the thing. Is <laughs> I that, love that Jackie movie. Chan was a superstar in Hong Kong since like 1980, right? Oh, and Rumble in the Bronx came out in 1996. It came out in '90s. Yo, that movie but, is you know, there so were, good. There were movies before *Rumble in the Bronx* that I remember I watched because my again my dad was like very very into kung fu, <laughs> like and karate and like all that stuff. Like he, uh, so like I I remember watching like *Operation Condor* and like *Super Cop*, which which I didn't find out until recently when we were doing this. I was doing research. Like those are actually like sequels to Hong Kong movies. That oh, were really? Done. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, like Super Cop is like the third of a movie in Hong Kong, which is called Police Story. It's like he has another one that came out. He has another one that came out. Police Story Seven. Yeah, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, but like, and then uh, Super. I mean, Operation Condor was actually this other movie called Ar- Armor God. Uh, and and it was like supposedly like an Indiana Jones type esque movie. Like he plays an Indiana Jones type's character. Mm. I was reading all this like recently. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah. But but um, so he when he first tried to break in, he did this movie, and like it just wasn't a commercial success. And so they tried to put him in like they were like they put him in this movie Cannonball, the Cannonball Run, or something. That's like uh, what's his name is the lead of it. Um, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is the lead. But there's a bunch of actors in, it, and he played like and he played like a Japanese racer, uh, which is. Interesting too, because again, we just talked about the fact that yeah. <laughs> the Chinese and Japanese history is not not good at all. No. He's like playing, he's playing, you know, essentially like that's like, yeah. I mean, I guess it happens in white America too, but yeah. whatever. It's it's just kind of yeah. funny, but um, yeah, he like did those like to they try to like break him in, and then it wasn't until it wasn't really until Rumble in the Bronx where like most Americans, unless you were like. A kung fu. Boy, like, I got chills fan. thinking about Rumble in the Bronx right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, but seriously, that mo- like Jackie Chan. I don't think anyone has existed like him since. Like, not just like Asian or anything. Or like, it's like the the uh, his stunts. Like man. the time, the type of action hero, hero, action star that he is. Like he created essentially like his own brand of like comedy fight it exactly yeah. i was about to say yeah. i think it's not just his amazing stunts and his like you know his martial arts ability it's also like he's one of the best physical comedians that's what yeah, i took yes. away from this yeah. movie best where i was just physical like, comedian it is he and is he just so a, funny yeah he's so funny i wrote that down like i think it's amazing physical adeptness and the comedy combined with the martial arts is like so Cool and fun to watch. Yeah. Like, like in that pool scene. The, oh, pool, the, pool, the pool scene. The pool scene is great. No, no, no. I don't want any trouble. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I think they made him. They, he did something that's so hard. Where it's like, you could say Chris Tucker maybe like 
they both share the lead, but like Jackie Chan was the everyman. Like this this guy from Hong Kong, you relate you saw the world through his eyes in this movie. You felt bad for him when he messed up saying, What's up, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You felt bad when he when- would like Try to get like, when they when they when they like they didn't get the girl and like they the like the kidnapping ransom yeah. fee went up and he was like really sad about yeah well what and thinking about that and him being an everyman what's really cool about the two of them in this movie is that they are both fish out of water yeah so like we get to see both of them interacting in in environments that they just are not used to you know yeah. and like and so much of the humor comes out of that you know like uh like I I. Another one of my questions about is is Carter an idiot, and it connects to uh, Jackie Chan saying "What's up, my nigga?" in the next scene, right? Is like when he first when he first walks into the um, the when he first walks into the uh, embassy, he's like ready, you know. He's like, "All right, who's he been talking to? <laughs> who's he been dealing with?" Like, I want to know. And it's like this is the smartest oh you've appeared God. in the entire movie, right. but like, but he shouldn't be doing that and we know that he shouldn't but, be doing but that. that, that, that plays so to, to the point of later on he does the same thing where like you're talking about fish out of water it's like when Jackie Chan <laughs> tries to go because Jackie Chan is smart he's like hey do you think if I just kidnapped um, if I wanted a bunch of money would I be held up in a place like this Yeah. and he's like Chris Tucker's like, he's like I'm gonna come with you and then Chris Tucker like hides and he hides yeah. because yeah. he knows like I'm not big enough to talk to these people. I'm on thin ice. And then Jackie Chan's like, where'd you go? It's like, why would he be like, yeah, let's go talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> and then not go and he goes, him. I mean, I was trying to well, tie my shoes. And then yeah, he, he did that purposely. He's a, he's, yeah. I, I'm interested to know, um, Andrew, like, because the fact of the matter is like, even today, there really aren't, I, there really aren't many leading actors of, like, I bring it, it. We've talked about it. Yeah, there are there aren't Joe. many leading Asian actors, and like, um, especially if you take out, you know, the fighting? kung fu fighting genre. Right. Like, yeah. Is there um, anybody like uh, at least not in not in America? Not in America. Because like, yeah. like China yeah. has their own movies, and they're doing very well. Their their film industry is booming. But in America, like those kind of crossover stars, or or just American Asian Americans. Right. There's uh, what's his? Oh God, I keep forgetting his name. What um, movie. Uh, I guarantee you, all know it. <laughs> well, you know that he's he's been in he was in Harold and Kumar, and he's been in Star Trek Cal movies. Penn. Oh, Harold. Uh, oh, oh, John Cho. John Cho. Yeah, yeah. And he was it. He yeah. was like the lead in like I think was it Manhattan Love Story or whatever in the TV show. That's right. Recently, yeah. That got canceled. I think it was. Uh, was it selfie. It was selfie. 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 Oh, selfie. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Which, by the way, I did watch. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I just don't think hate what I saw. I, I think also like the title just. Hurt yeah, the, oh, people yeah. hated the title. I, yeah. I like John Cho. I really loved him in Star Trek. I thought he was I thought super. He was great. I thought yeah. he was really great in that. I and I was, was like, this dude, he's a dude that is like, why isn't he a lead in movies? Well, he's, I mean, Harold and Kumar. There's another example of like, you know, how many of them are there? Three now. Three. three. Yeah. Three. I think there's another example of like a surprise hit because people just want to see themselves represented. You right. know what I mean? Like people will turn out if yeah. you have minority actors yeah. on screen. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with and it has nothing to do with race either. It it's did. like them like as stoners. They're stoners. Yeah. Trying to get a white castle perk. But yeah. I think I think but I do think though if that movie would have been like two white dudes, they would have been bigger. Or even two African Americans, they would have been bigger. Cuz sure. that movie cuz Harold Kumar, that first one was such a hit. Mm-hmm. Like that movie tripled his money and it's like I it I hate to say it, but if they uh, like it, if they didn't look if one would have been like mixed if one would have been like Asian and white or like has some type of mix where you don't look as ethnic, I feel like sometimes the thing is like we were talking about uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico and then we were talking about like Antonio Manderas and like a lot of the, the famous 
I guess, Latin American actors yeah, from but, Latin America but, yeah. from like Spain, which is close they're to white. They're not Latin American. They're Latin American. <laughs> they're close well, to white. So I feel like if he would have been, if they would have looked more. So, right, right. That's really interesting to me because I even wonder, I even wonder how true that is because like there are a lot of, there are a lot of random buddy movies like about a, like white dudes that get stoned and then like there aren't a million sequels of them. You know but, what I mean? But how like, many I, of them like, were hits though? Like Harold and Kumar, Harold and Kumar was so, b- oh my God, here we go, prime example. Harold and Kumar was so big that a secondary character got the career I think everyone else should have had. No one gave a shit about Neil Patrick Harris. Remember? Yeah. Like, the thing about the whole joke about that first movie was the fact that like, oh my God, is that, is that Doogie Howser? <laughs> and that was the whole it's joke. True. And then think about what happened to him after that. Got a hit yeah, TV show. Uh, how, got how movies. That. Like, he was the dude who probably had, what, 10, 15 minutes? Like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, sure. think about what happened to him and think about, not saying that like, Kyle I mean, I think, Penn, I think, know. I still think John Cho is doing. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about movie wise, he's doing better than. I Patrick think Cal Harris. Penn also took a break. And Cal Penn working with Obama. Yeah, he, he, he did. A, he, yeah, he, he, did a break. he did political but, stuff. But I mean, right after that, they weren't like. But it's but it bunch, is true. Like, you know? Doesn't. But, but I would say I, I think like I think I think there's totally like I, I totally see where you're coming from. I I do though wonder like I mean I'm trying to almost like compare like find some point of comparison with like Pineapple Express or something like or Harold right. and Kumar mm-hmm. yeah. whether or not there was. That big of a difference. I think the main thing I took away from Harold and Kumar, though, is people don't just want to see minorities on screen. They also like it when minorities play against type because I think yeah. that yeah. they're so sick of seeing the same roles for minorities over and over again. Right. And so we had never really seen two Asian-American stoners before that movie, yeah. Yeah. especially headlining a movie. Yeah. And it was like refreshing. I remember like, you know, I was in high school at the time or maybe middle school and, you know, I hadn't smoked weed yet or anything like that. Yeah. But I remember like really enjoying it because it wasn't just more of uh, you know, uh, someone who was doing karate or was a doctor yeah. or, yeah. you know, all the roles that you always see all the time on every show right. or some computer guy, you know, like, no, they were these two guys who were, wanted to smoke weed and get right. a burger. You well, know? Yeah. The about that too is like some of those stereotypes, they both are like one is a doctor who doesn't <laughs> want to be a doctor and one is an IT guy who doesn't, no, he's an accountant who doesn't want to be an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they still like play into him a little bit, but no, it's but like, he, like it's, it's that layered stuff, It's right? almost like, it's, it's almost a jumping off point yeah, instead of the end Ending point, yeah, you know, yeah, more, like, more the main, the like, main context thing. of it. It's like, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like those extra layers that you know. I actually think one of the what's really exciting is you're talking about Asian Americans in in film and TV. Yeah. I think one of the most exciting things right now is in comedy. Like I feel like there yes. are many more. Like Aziz Ansari's new show, Master of None, has been getting great reviews. I'm really excited to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. So Mindy Kaling, you know, the Mindy Project. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you're gonna like I, I love so, seeing like Fresh Off the Boat too. Oh like, my I, I, I love Fresh agree. Off the Boat. Rant, so yeah. so you, like that I think that that's actually kinda like you don't see that many, you know, A list I mean you don't see pretty much any A list Asian American movie stars. But anymore, at the same yeah. time you do see, you know, like them popping up in T V right? yeah. which is great. So the yeah, and I guess the question that we're like that's what we're doing on this podcast was we recognize TV is doing something right now that like it's also just producing better quality I think than mm-hmm. Hollywood is as a whole but like that being said like people movies are just more accessible to the in, to the community international community and people at large like mm-hmm. there there's a different there's something different about movies you know what I mean like it's uh, grander and 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 there's something that movies do that to really define like types like we're even saying like going against type but it's like what why is it necessarily that an asian person has to be like a type it's not really has nothing to do with their abilities it's just like you're looking at them and because of the movies that you've seen and because of all the people 
like are the most famous Asian actors are are karate. Oh, you know, like Jackie little, Chan, Jet Li, Lucy, even right, Lucy Liu. Like, Lu, I, like don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Are you telling me right now? I'm confused. <laughs> I, like, I feel like what you're saying is that like you can have an Asian person in the movie and not have them do like kung fu or something. Is that what you? Uh, yeah, is that that, what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That, so you're saying. So, you're, so what you're saying is you can have Asian Americans just be. Regular humans in them. The, yeah, what the hell are you talking <laughs> that about? actually reminds me of like a really great joke in Star Trek when they're like, where he's like, uh, "Oh, I heard you're like a great uh, combat." He was like, "You're great at combat." To John Cho's character, and he's like, "Yeah." And then, and then when you, and then when like they go down, they find out it was just fencing. Like he was just great at fencing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, that was, I thought that was hilarious because yeah. they're like, they're, oh, like this guy, this dude is probably like great at like, you know, some did, martial arts, but he's yeah. like, he's great at fencing. <laughs> yeah. That was so awesome. A very like yeah. prescripted he, yeah. type of fighting. Yeah. And then like, and then they're like, oh, fencing. And, but then he gets down and then he's actually like a great swordsman. Yeah, and he's right. like, oh, wait, this is actually really cool. Yeah, Zulu. Yeah. Zulu. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, so. I don't know when you were when I was just like when you were growing up like I I mean this is this is the thing that we were talking about like but like black people black kids like my dad like I did like I like looked up to um uh Jackie Chan and like Jet Li and like I was like mm-hmm. oh man these are great but, like Jet Li, man. but like because of the limited access that Asian Americans had for like leading roles like is that something that we were like were you looking at like kung fu films like oh god like is this all is this it yeah, is or, that a good thing? yeah like what well, I, I, I just wonder kid, i wasn't really thinking about it, it thinking i didn't about even it, think great and um, part of it was like i didn't think i was gonna be doing like comedy i didn't yeah, think yeah. i'd be you know um in like casting sessions and stuff like that yeah um but i i do think that yeah like the i mean that's why rush hour was so groundbreaking because on the one hand you do have jackie chan who is doing a lot of martial arts and right. is the karate guy. But you he was also like a star, you know? And yeah. he was like obviously like first on the call sheet for this movie. He's like he's has like, you know, a lot of lines. So you're kinda like, wow. I mean like um you know that uh, Margaret Cho series, um, All American Girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it was like sort of, when it came out, it was panned for being, you know, sort of like racist, mm-hmm. possibly, and, you know, offensive and just sort of like oversimplified. My family watched every episode right. of that show. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things where I don't think we were thinking about it at all. I think we were just like happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, yeah. wow, I- this is the first um, Asian American family represented on TV. And yeah. so was it like looking back on it? I haven't watched any episodes since they aired, but yeah. like, you know, I, I, was it offensive? I don't know. I just remember that we watched every episode because we wanted to support it, you know? Exactly. And I think like, you know, fresh off the boat, I've heard similar criticism I've where it's like, it. you know, is it, is it making fun of her accent? Yeah. Is it making fun of, and actually, I think she was, she gave a great response. The lead um, actress, the lead actress on, on, on fresh off the boat mm-hmm. who basically said like, look, I, I don't think that I should have to represent an entire race. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason why, why you're yeah. angry at this isn't just because of my portrayal. It's because my portrayal is one of the only, only portrayals. portrayals. Yeah. That's really what the problem is. Exactly. It's not, it's not so much... It's, you, if you had you know, 20 different Asian American actresses on shows... Uh, and you saw the whole spectrum of what Asian American women can be, then it wouldn't be such a problem. But because we only have two or whatever, right, then yeah. all of a sudden it becomes this big issue about is she appropriately representing the whole race? Exactly, because you read that is, so much into it. That's part of the thing that is so hard about all of this stuff, right? Is that like is is the second we see the second we see this the media and whatnot we want to like look at it and then we want to immediately like scrutinize it and like make sure like okay is it is 
are we all being appropriately represented in the way that we like mm-hmm. want to be represented yeah. instead of being the able ideal. to just like can I have fun and like and enjoy this well know? i mean yeah. mindy kaling came under fire for you know not having i forget whether it was like not having a diverse enough writing staff or not having a diverse enough cast and i think she said something to the effect of like yeah but i'm doing like i'm but me, <laughs> but me. Like, <laughs> like like how it's still a big deal that i'm on tv and i have my own show which is yeah. true you yeah know? how many other asian american actresses can say that they are a lead on a sitcom you know right. yeah so I do think that there's something to that. And like, you know, now thinking about, you know, what you're saying about how uh, movies specifically are like a cultural touchstone. Yeah, it is. It's so true because like, I think we, we actually talking about this before the recording started, but it's like, we are going through this TV boom of everyone buying stuff and a ton of different networks trying to differentiate themselves. And so you'll get voices that you won't, wouldn't get like, you know, 10 years ago because they are specific and they're niche and whatever. But um, movies aren't specific. Movies cost a shit ton of money, yeah, and they yeah. have to be all things to all people. And that's really where you start to see like cultural change. So yeah. it would be really cool to see more uh, more Asian American <laughs> actors. I, mean, you know? I can't think of a like an Asian. I mean, I talked. It my... could be Asian American. It could be. I can't think of uh, here in America thinking of like an Asian superstar. Yeah, I gotta because like Period. I gotta talk about my friend, my friend Annie Chang. Uh, who is of uh, Chinese descent and she's an incredible, incredible actress. Have to talk about her because mm-hmm. she's doing amazing things and she's going to soon be, uh, I'm I'm allowed to say it, yep, she's going to be on Shades of Blue which is J-Lo's new oh, cop awesome. show. I mean, yeah, she's that's like, a good show. I'm proud, I'm happy for her. <laughs> Why you got J-Lo? that Tony because over there? J-Lo, don't worry, we're going to come back to Shades of Blue on, later, that, uh, on a later episode. That's Tony your voice though. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I talk to her about this all the time and she was like, what, who, like, she was like, you know, it's like, can you name five? Like, I can't and, name and, two. And outside of like who, like I, we just talked about like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Lucy Liu, all right. of who, by the way, really aren't doing movies anymore because they're, they're getting older. Like Lucy Liu's on elementary. I think that's yeah, which, right. is, yeah. Yeah. which is still on, which is great. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, she only she only got to do like all of like she got to do the Charlie's Angels movie. She got to do like Ballistic X versus Sever. Like people right. hate that all... she was in Charlie's Angels, by the way. And like again, but they were still like they fighting movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And I, even the other person, um, Ken, uh, Ken Jung, like Ken Jung, yeah. You know, he's still play. I mean, he was a doctor, right. obviously. Got to got a breakout uh, role in. The, playing the hangover very Asian, uh, but he, he was also a doctor in what's it knocked up he was he played yeah, I think, yeah, I I think, think that so. was his first his role. TV show now is but Dr. now he's Ken. a doctor yeah, yeah. He's Dr. Ken so like it, it's just so interesting like how and he's and again it's like he's played great supporting roles but he's not leading a movie you know what I mean? You know, one thing, I, I mean, I haven't seen this movie, so I can't really speak to it, but you know that movie Burnt that's out right now? Oh, I oh the cookie movie with uh, Bradley Cooper. Right. And Bradley I, so the, one of my friends saw it and uh, did not like it. Um, and so I probably won't end up, end up seeing it just based off my friend's recommendation. But um, the first thing I asked him was, was there a major Asian character in that movie? Because I don't think you can make a movie today about cooking today. Without a oh, Asian American oh, yeah, very character, true, yeah. very you, true. like the most exciting chefs right now in this country are Asian American. Yep. It's like sort of like 
they, like I'm I'm excited to see that role because like yeah. you know you, we already know about the doctors we know about the you know the computer programmers we yeah. know about all those you know we know there are a lot of Asian people in tech we get that yeah we haven't seen like chefs yet really fictionalized chefs yeah and they're some of the it's like a really like cool industry and it's a lot of people are talking about it and you have people like David Chang who are totally changing the game who have been changing yeah. the game for a yeah. while and like. And so, and he was like, "No, there isn't." I was like, "That's crazy." To you me. do realize like, you yeah. so like, crazy. if you look at and any not kitchen, real. there are so many Asians. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. if you look at like Chef's Table on Netflix or whatever, and you look I've at like Dan Barber, exactly. I know it's like there's so many Asian Americans uh, on the come up in yeah. like in in kitchens. So, yeah. like, how could you possibly portray like a I Michelin star rest- restaurant, show. you know, without you know without that sort of yeah. character? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane. And uh, what, oh, man, what was the other quick point that I was just gonna make? The um, crap, crap. Andrew, oh, Aloha! Oh, Aloha! That, that oh, Aloha! Yeah. They they're, they're still Hollywood still is doing still it. whitewashing, which is oh, insane. Aloha and Aloha. They had uh, what is her name? Um, 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 Rooney Mara and the Pan. Oh, Randy Mar- Rooney Mara and Pan. Yeah, playing, like Native American pa- pa- playing Tiger Lily. It's like it's yeah. Um, it hasn't it hasn't stopped yet. If you had like an Asian actor who, again, was fair-skinned enough that they became exotic, if you will. Whereas, like, you could tell they maybe mixed Keanu Reeves. Ke- Keanu Reeves. It actually... Keanu Reeves. I, I, I bet yes, there are some James. listeners. There, yes, is, there has to be, like, at yes. least... Uh, like 200 people right now who are just like, how were you not talking yes. about Keanu Reeves yes. this entire time? Keanu Reeves is a Keanu Reeves. example. And he, isn't, isn't, Keanu um, Reeves is mixed. He's uh, half like, Japanese, I believe. Keanu Reeves was in the Stoner movie and became a star after it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Keanu like, Reeves is mixed. You yeah, have to be, yeah. He is Keanu the most Reeves famous is, Asian actor. Yes, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> what, what about, um, what, also, um, the guy who played Zach Morris. Isn't he half Asian or something? Oh, Paul uh, my Paul Gosser. My thing about, look, man, I need oh, to see really? a birth certificate. <laughs> I need to see, <laughs> I need to see, Yo, I need to see both of his parents. Why, 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 why? Plus his grandparents. Keanu, the thing about this is so interesting. Keanu. Is like, Keanu has that look of like, oh, yeah, when you say, oh, mm-hmm. he's, he, he's half, like, oh, I can see that. But also, if no one, if you, no one told you that. You're like, oh, it's just another white guy. Right, and right. I feel like that helped lead to 100%. his success. Because it's like, now 100%, he's not ever. Right? But the problem is, like we were saying, is like we can import like Antonio Banderas and everyone else. Like You can't import a Jackie Chan. Even though Jackie Chan may be able to act 10 times I mean, they did import Keanu, him, but it took like over a decade. It took forever. Right, but, also, right. but, it's like, <laughs> but also, think about it. Jackie Chan, for instance. And he was like number one. <laughs> number one. But he will never get the same... I'm gonna be real. He will never get the same chances to fail as a Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu Reeves is still celebrated, if you will. Whereas yeah. Jackie Chan had movies that were a hit, but he started doing a bunch of buddy comedies. And like now, well, what- because he had to do less. In, I mean, again, he got older and older. He was doing his own stunts. By the time that America recognized him, he was already in his late thirties. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my it was like is, he couldn't yeah. do the things that he was right. doing at his prime. Like that's an old sketch said. Where's Jackie Chan? Man? Where's, <laughs> Where's Jackie, Jackie Chan? Chan? Like, I'm he's serious. Great. I mean, Jackie like, Chan is Jackie great, Chan but he's is in his awesome. 60s. So he's not going to be doing... But where is he at? <laughs> That's a good question. He's rolling in money is what he's um, like, yeah. I hope so, man. I, man, him, Jet Li. Oh, those guys are great. Oh, All right. sorry. So, uh... Oh, you, oh, can but, I... Oh, can yeah. I... Can I, I, I really want to bring up this world in this show. All right, we're going to do this world. Oh! You're in for a treat. What's going on? So... <laughs> Just so you know, Honestly, I don't know. We kind of hit on a point. For, for instance, like um, when it comes to like, let's say everyone in general, like um, uh, minority men in general. When it comes to these movies, it's like especially action movies. Like 
for instance, black people often are like they want like black men want sex, they want whatever, but they're never the sex symbol. Like the mm-hmm. the black dude, for instance, if this would have been Sylvester Stallone and like I don't know Bruce Willis, sure enough, one or both of them would have had uh, a female love interest mm-hmm. in this movie. Clearly, you can see that. Um, um, what's the actress's name? Um, sorry, uh, she plays. Uh, uh, Talking about Johnson. Yes, but you know oh, uh, Elizabeth Pena. Yeah, Elizabeth Pena. Yeah, Francis. You could tell like that again. If this movie, if that would have been Sylvester Stallone as Chris Tucker and his role, there would have been a, a. You would have known that was his love interest in this movie. They would. Right. They would have kissed. They would have hugged. Clearly, Chris Tucker hits on her the whole time. You know, they yeah. like she disses him, whatever. But they don't do it. Okay, so the point of the swirl is, is that in these movies with these leading black men, okay, they never get to have sex or love with the beautiful white woman in the movie. Okay, they set this movie up just like they do in Belly Hills Cop. She's there the whole time. And if this would have been someone else, sure enough, there would have been a scene where she had to save him. He would have had to save her. It would have ended. They would embrace and they kissed. Did it happen in, in Rush Hour? No, no, it didn't. He even had to make up lies about how. They hooked up because he's getting that lack of love. Okay, he said, "I'm sorry, I told everybody that we you hooked up at the Hollywood." You know what could have happened? Though? Let me tell you when they could have had a beautiful love scene. All right, all right. Okay, Goodness. they could have been a beautiful. No, because it makes me mad. Because all right, yeah. Chris clearly. Tucker in this movie had cool hair. He had cool suits. He was pretty. He's looking good. He looked good in this movie, man. Shit, if Chris Tucker can't get some ass, who can, y'all? Oh, who can? He was at his peak of coolness. He was dancing. Nick, Nick turning me down because I guess I'm getting too loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> but look, okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. That's what could have happened. All right, so of course, this movie, directed by a man, there's a scene with uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Johnson uh, <laughs> dancing in an underwear and a, and, and a shirt. You don't see a lot of her body, but you're clearly know she's dancing in an underwear. All right, so when this happens, all right, Han is about to like get on the plane because they sent them away. They messed up. Chris Tucker's got to like make it right. He's dissed the whole movie. That was supposed to be his partner. He didn't want a partner. So, like, boom. What he should have did was he should have knocked on the door. He should have went to her house and apologized. He should have apologized in person, okay? When you apologize in person, it's like, listen. And, of course, this movie set it up already. I'm not making it. The movie set it up already. She's cooking breakfast, yeah. you know, and underwear <laughs> dancing. He loves to dance. He loves music. And who doesn't love breakfast? He had a stressful night. What was the song that was playing, by the way? Uh, it was like what, a fun song. It was. It was a fun, funky song. I don't remember what it was, but she was having a good time. I was having yeah. a good time. We all were. I think she was making eggs. Who don't like eggs? She could she could open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Tucker's there. And it's like, hey, I just wanted to apologize. And they would have had this intimate conversation at the doorway. Y'all, at the doorway. Because okay. he legitimately wants to apologize. Yeah. And of course, like how these movies always play out, it's like, I forgive you. I'm, you cooking you cooking breakfast? Yeah. And then like you want some eggs? He done went in, got some eggs, right? And as he's getting eggs, yeah, how they always go, how they always go. Yeah. He'd have got eggs. They would have been talking. You know, he would have realized what he's like—the person he's neglected the whole time. How much of an asshole? She'd have been like, you know what? I understand why he did it. He probably would have brought up his dad. He would have got the pity vote because women are more kind than us, and usually they have more heart. She'd be like, oh my god, you know what? I understand why you're being such a jerk. I forgive you. And the next thing you know, that radio station she had it on would have switched to a new song. Oh my god! It would have switched to like I don't know, maybe a little Aunt Kelly, maybe oh a little, maybe a little Marvin Gaye. <laughs> next thing you know, he would have had to call home like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna come get you." And it's like wonderful love scene. Wow. Bing bang boom! It could have happened. Big it could have been tasteful. Boom. It could have been tasteful, and it could have been not a big deal. All right, you know. What about Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan. This is my thing that bothered me too, though, is that. Um, Man, look, I'm not, I'm not Asian, but I always feel like Asian men. We have know it. that. Right? No, I'm just saying, but like I feel like Asian men have it the roughest because 
For instance, let's take real life. Oh, let's, let's go. Take quick, real can life. we give a quick shout out? <laughs> can we give a quick? Yeah, I don't. No, I don't no, like no, where no, this is no, going. No, I, I like where this is going. But I do want. I do want to give a quick shout out to Crazy Ex Girlfriend because the main oh, love interest right. is Asian. She's girlfriend. obsessed with this Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Obsessed. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, but the thing is, like, for instance, like, if you take this, this is a fact. It's not crazy. But like, um, on these dating sites. Um, darker skinned African-American men and Asian men do the least well on these sites. Like, they don't, like, people don't like, they don't get swipes mm-hmm. or whatever. Because, I don't know. Like, and, instance, and, um, and black women as well. Yeah, black women. Black women definitely don't. I remember being in Spain and me and my friend Dark, Nate. Yeah, darker skin. Yeah, by the way, we're, this is based on a study. No, this is, this, this is like yeah. a fact. Not, you can Google not, it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember being in Spain and legit being in uh, Barcelona and it was me and my friend Nate who were there. We almost got in a fight because these, these two guys who didn't hear us, who didn't know we were there, were like... Oh man, only people left were the black women. Ugh, we gotta get somebody. And it was like, and I'm like, what? Like, and it was like, you, they yeah. said it was such, it's like, well, what do you mean only black women? I think that people like to give themselves a pass on, on attraction. Right. They're like, yeah. no, you know, it's, uh, I can't control who I'm attracted to, right. so that doesn't make me racist, but it does. It you know does what I mean? And, and I think one of my friends was like, I never thought I was racist until I downloaded Tinder. And I was like, jeez. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I know, it's like, gross. But, and the other thing is like, people don't realize, I'm, I am telling you this, they don't realize how much their, uh, like who who they desire is contr- also controlled by what they're watching exactly. in television, what is promoted as the ideal of beauty, yeah. and if right. all you see, if if all you see are like attractive, like you know, what blonde they, women, like yeah. white blonde women, then like then that's what you're gonna think is like, oh, Completely, that's the pinnacle yeah. of yeah. what um, attraction is. You know what I mean? Like it's totally cultural. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I mean like. I actually think, like, not to bring it back to a now defunct sitcom, but like that was why selfie was a big deal. Was right. because yes. not only was he the first, I think, Asian American male lead in a very long time, but he was a romantic lead. Yes, there was he was a, a love romantic. story between him and a white woman, and so that was a huge deal because you, when when's the last time we've seen that? So I do think it's one of those things where you you, you really don't you know he was apart well from dressed, the, smart. the Rush Hour fan fiction. I yeah, mean, I mean I, listen. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, even yeah, even like you here. brought it up, it's like it's so hard to even do this world because like they don't even make it like Jackie Chan's a sexual being in this movie at all. It's well, like he's right. like he's like I'm only here for the girl. I'm only I, I, here for the girl. But the thing is, like girl. they don't even make it like I mean. They don't, don't make it, they don't even like make it. He like, they don't even make it hard for him to just be there for the girl. Yeah. Like the they, don't, one, they don't present a possible. Well, the the only ever the only ever time that he deals with sexuality in any way. Is when he stops Elizabeth Pena's character and like oh, puts his hand out, it's like, and uh, like, and he realizes <laughs> that his hand are on her breast, and he's like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry." And you're like, yeah. "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's yeah. wearing, she's wearing. First of all, she's wearing a huge padded thing. Yeah, you're not grabbing her breast. Right. You just stopped her, and he's right. like, "Oh, he's like, no, no, no." Ooh. Yeah, I do think that he does well. a lot of apologizing. In this yeah, movie. he does. He's always apologizing. But he does that in his that's, films that's all the time. But thing, like, yeah. it would have been funny. Like, I feel like that with that moment, he would have just been like, he might as well just turn to the camera and be like, "No, no, don't worry, don't." don't I know. Not don't touch worry. Not I'm but it's like, but, but it's so weird because, like, like you, like Andrew, you brought it up. Like, he doesn't get a love interest until the third movie. Yeah. I think I, I no, forget. No, it, it is, is her. Does he have a love interest in Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Nights? Oh. uh Maybe Shanghai Nights. I forgot you know, all. Do you know? About do you know Shanghai who? Do you know who's in Shanghai Nights? <laughs> you know who's in Shanghai Nights? Owen Wilson. And do you know who the the lead, the person, the princess he's trying to save? No. Lucy Liu. Oh, that's right. It it's is him, Lucy. It's Liu. him and Lucy Liu. Yeah, because Lucy Liu is the. Yeah, it's him and Lucy Liu has Liu. had a long and storied career. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she's been doing well. Name yeah. name two other 
I can't name. It sucks, man. It's like that's insane. By the way, do we understand? It's it's totally not. Continue to hammer that home about how crazy that is. Tweet us if you know more. Because I mean, I I know people know know more, but like, no. But I'm talking about someone like a a, like a marquee name. Like who? Like who is the? I mean, black people. We we got we got Will Smith. Who's the Asian Will Smith? Joy Luck Club. Did you guys read Joy Luck Club when you were in high school? I did not read it. It's a really great. I remember the movie. But honestly, if they were like, if they made that movie, like, yeah, they made that movie. But I I don't like if they remade that movie now. Like, I wouldn't know who you would make. Yeah, who you would would cast? Who would you cast? It would be people that we don't really know right now. Mm -hmm. They did. Uh, they did two movies that are famous. They did uh, uh, The Last Airbender, cast a bunch of white people. Oh, my God. And then, they right. did, and then they did Dragon Ball Z, which they cast a bunch of white people. And it's like, you literally are take. They just, old, like, what are you. I like, forgot about Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you won't, <laughs> oh, you my won't God. Do they it. cast a white dude as, as Goku. Goku. And it, they kept his name as Goku. What? They kept his name as Goku, my Oh, my, my God. It was and that? The Last Airbender. How, I can't believe it it's like it's a thing that just won't i didn't see insane. either of those movies is is, is um were they like american-made movies they were yeah, dragon ball z is originally japanese yeah right? they were american yes. okay. they're both american-made movies but how you uh, have, but like, yeah those are both uh, japanese anime cartoons the thing is like i want to give guys i want to give jackie chan a swirl, but i feel like jackie chan deserves better i feel like mm-hmm. i i feel like i haven't thought about a way to i feel like jackie i man was jennifer love hewitt his love interest in the tuxedo no 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 oh no all, right oh no no man they had points poor, where like poor jackie yo <laughs> they had points where like she was in the and they, he, of course they made her look uberly sexy they didn't even have him look like man yeah and he definitely <laughs> had love love interest in his some of his hong kong films i bet yeah, yeah. man but come on man i all can right. make a movie with a bunch of black people and get a love interest why can't he get one with the studio why can't jackie chan okay get I don't know. I, I think we answered the question of where Jackie Chan at, which is he's, uh, he he's went, in a negotiating room right now <laughs> trying to get himself a female lover. He's Jackson, man. <laughs> That's right. Shoot. Uh, James. I don't have anything. I hate you so much. I don't have anything. <laughs> he doesn't. I don't have anything. That's true. There's nothing I, new. No, nothing to talk no, about. No other, nothing you're, nothing you have you're a, You haven't worked out a new bit yet? Nope. All right. Well, there's no, I mean, we're in a weird place right now because, uh, he formerly used to do a bit about uh, Hancock, but we reviewed Hancock, so now we. But have to we find have a reviewed Hancock, um, and so you know. Um, so now you're gonna take a break. I'm cool. <laughs> Braylock, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for the cause, guys. So uh, this is what we're doing. We are rate. We're gonna rate the okay. movie, uh, but we don't rate it on a you know like a traditional scale. We yeah. rate it on based on how this movie helps the cause. The cause being uh, more people of color in leading roles yeah. uh the studio picture has to be a studio, studio a major picture. studio pictures like right 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 uh so um uh we usually either give it a black fist <laughs> means it's for the cause uh a white palm so so or nothing no cause um <laughs> all right gotta narrate what he says is that sure <laughs> all right so on the count of three we're all gonna throw up i'm gonna close our votes eyes. I don't trust close James. your eyes. I don't trust James. I'm gonna let y'all know. Oh, so this is like our rating for the movie, right? Yeah, our rating for the movie of how we feel like it helped the cause of leading, uh, well, leading people of color uh, in Hollywood. Um, hmm. Let's do it. You count it down. Think about it. Okay. One, two, three. Damn. Oh! We got office, 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 office. You know what is almost like I almost didn't uh, give it a full fist yeah. because I was thinking, man, like I really this was in 1998. You yeah. would have thought 
you'd see more of this yeah, by yeah. now. But it's not the movie's fault. You know right, what I mean? Like yeah. I still want to give props to the movie. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Totally. I I agree. Like also the movies did Rush Hour two and Rush Hour three, and I will give this movie credit for Jackie Chan's like like major success. Yeah, he had a bunch of spinoffs. Because he had, so, and then he did like, you know, he did the Shanghai, the Shanghai Noon wouldn't have happened if, if yeah. Rush Hour didn't happen, right? And that had another sequel. And then he did like the Medallion, the, the uh, Tuxedo, oh, yeah. Around the World, Kingdom, Around the World, Day, yeah. Days, you know, um, whatever. So he had, he had a bunch of others after and uh, like really, really, really made him a household name. Um, so, and then also Chris Tucker like took his money and just went yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, I'm good. Didn't come back until just recently with Silver Linings Playbook. And like he, so like again, like it cemented Chris Tucker, I think, as, right. a, as a movie star. Who um, I can't emphasize enough is so funny in this so movie. It's yeah. unreal so how funny both of these Honestly, guys are. Honestly, I don't like. I I don't care. I think he's so much the better movie than played, Martin Lawrence. Oh, I do too. Blue the movie played to both of their strengths very well. Yes. I think very very. I, and, well. and you know, like I'm not somebody who you know when I'm I'm watching the movie alone in my apartment. I'm not somebody who laughs out loud. You yeah, know, yeah. Usually when I'm doing that, but um, <laughs> when he gets kicked in the face and he goes, "Which one of y'all?" Oh my goodness! I was just like, hey. "That is." Just, <laughs> you can't not laugh me? at that. That was. It's just so good. Also, <laughs> even even at the end when he's like Jackie's about to like die, you're like, "Hi, right, man, you you wait up there. Yeah. I'm gonna go." Uh, yeah, he's like literally taking money the whole time. Like it's so good. Even Yo, when, like he gets oh, even, that one, even the one lighter when he's just like he's just like, Yo, wipe that blood off your face. You, you did. did. Like, the one liner doesn't make any sense. No. He clearly improvised it, but yeah. the way he says it is just so funny. Like, also, that dude is really good. We didn't talk about him, but Ken Leung. Um, oh, yeah, that great. guy was great. And he's Miles in the Lost, Lost, which I love. <laughs> uh, I yeah, love that actor. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in this. He's um, creepy as hell. Oh, so yeah. creepy. Yeah, that's so like, um, like that scene with him and Chris Tucker on the phone oh, yeah. where he's just like, what do you think you got? Where he's like, he's like, I want five, like whatever, like whatever five, like tens. And he's like, you want any fives with that? What is your name? And he's like, what do you mean? What's we talking about? Like, what is your name? What's your you, name? You asked ask me, you asked me for money. And he's like, so I want to tell, <laughs> I want to tell your associates who is responsible for this young girl's death. He's like, all right, all right, chill, chill, chill. And he's like, what you think you got? Chelsea Clinton? And like, yo, everything about that movie. And he watched the blooper yeah, and he couldn't get And he couldn't get Chelsea Clinton. What's the name? What's the name? The best one was he said, when he said Chelsea Grammar. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like what's her name? About it's Frazier. like, do you not know Chelsea Clinton? And then he finally got it, but then still like stumbled it in. What? Did I get it? Did I get it? I got it. And don't, then the dude in the background is just laughing. Like, yeah. Yo, just, don't you ever touch a black man's radio. What? Like, the whole movie, like this movie, he's quotable in this movie, man. Do you understand the words that are coming out? Really, I think I give this movie such a pass on like so much stuff because... It hits this nostalgic bone in my body yeah, yeah, where I'm yeah. just like, I remember how good uh, a watch it was the first time. Yeah. And then it's a great rewatch. Yeah. It's like fantastic the second time, yeah. too. Because it almost felt like, even though like Chris Huckle was taking, saying questionable things, it was also was like he wasn't better than Jackie Chan. So it wasn't like him making fun of it. It was like one scene where like at the end when the bomb explodes in the, in the building mm-hmm. and they're running. And he's like, why did you tell me to stop? And he's like, I, I said, stop. He's like, I don't understand you. And he's like, I don't understand what you be saying. I said, stop. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what did you just say? <laughs> oh wait, wait. So I'll just re- real quick just say the reason that I the reason that I give those stuff a pass is because the way that the film executes it, they it's it's almost like the, what is the that fusion between black and Asian cultures? Like even in like Chinese restaurants in you know 
in, in the, the hood. hood. In the hood. Serve chicken. Like, they even make reference to it in this movie. Like, he's like, you got some chicken wing? Like, yeah, some, yeah. some barbecue, some fries? He's like, no soul food here. Like, like but I it was like, but that is, usually there is soul food mm-hmm. at Chinese restaurants mm-hmm. because, like, that, it's like both, both cultures are like, well, we are both oppressed. And it's easy for us to take, like, how the, how, like, white culture at large oppresses us and, like, use, like, those derogatory terms, whatever, and use it to fight each other. But they come together and are like, wait a minute, like, why are we fighting each other? Tom Wilkinson's the bad guy. Right, <laughs> Let's right. go after yeah. that dude. I, anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I think it's, like, kind of a strange thing to think about it historically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they reference the LAPD, obviously, this is yeah. 1998. And then, then also, like, they even reference some of the sort of politics of, like, China and Hong Kong and yeah. Britain, which yeah. is, like, all exactly. this, And you don't think of it as that heady of a movie. It's right. not he- that heady of a movie. But, but they, they at least they still place it historically, yes, at which least is they kind place of interesting. It. James? Yeah, definitely give it a uh, fist for everything we, everything we said, you know? Mm. Like, I... Uh, it, Definitely loved it. Loved it as a kid and still holds that nostalgia that we were talking about part of me. And then, and like, and what you were saying earlier about how it's like probably more diverse than any movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, Andrew, do you have anything you want to you plug? You want to yeah. tell the people? Uh, no, not really. I would say watch Late Night with Seth Meyers. Watch yeah, keep him employed, y'all. Keep him employed. And yeah, that's about it. I don't. I don't really have. Uh, we have a show, monthly show at UCB too, so come oh, out and awesome. see that. Yeah. Cool. Thank. Right. Hey, thank you for coming, man. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. Of thank course. You. Thanks for having me. This was man, ton this of fun, great and it gave me an excuse to rewatch Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I rewatched. I, I was like. Damn, this movie is so, so good. Hey, James, Holds I'm up. trying to think of a song I want to end on. Should I end on War? Or I mean, Back I feel like Hill? you should end on War. Or like Drew Hill. I'm trying yeah. to think like... No, I kind of think that is you have time? to end on War. War! <laughs> good God, yo! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again! Wait, What is it good for? Yo, 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 James the Third in the studio with a couple of plugs. Be sure to follow us online at Black Men Podcast. That is at Black Men Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let's keep the conversation going. Uh, And also, you can follow John Braylock at John Braylock. And it's johnbraylock.com for him. I'm at James Third Comedy or jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. Gerard Milligan insisted that I tell you all to go and hug somebody. Just, you know, send some love to somebody random. I don't know why I said that. Uh, you can follow him at Hollywood Reject on Twitter. And for Hollywood, the wood, the zero is the first O in Hollywood. The zero, he gets on me for third all the time. I feel like that is very difficult to say. All right. Uh, next week, uh, we're doing um, – oh, you guys, we have a special guest. Uh, you may not know who they are. Jake and Amir. It's a couple of dudes. I don't know. They have some podcast called If I Were You. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, everybody, we are not about to do Jake and Amir's episode next week. Creed came out. Creed was directed by a black man, starring a black man, and written by a black man. So you know what? I'm calling the audible. So next week coming up, we're reviewing Creed, starring Michael B. Jordan. Yo, black man, we try to make it to the top, baby. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>